0: motherhood and work. There isn't a right way or best way to juggle these, despite what you've heard or been told. No, really, there's not. Part-time work has been the best fit for me and my family, but it's tough to navigate any gray area of motherhood when you don't fit neatly in a box. My name is Tiana Fesh, and welcome to the Part-Time Jungle Podcast, where we are going to build conversation and community around swinging motherhood and work in a way that works best for us and our families. No matter your path, it's an adventure with highs, lows, and in-betweens. Let's explore together. Welcome to the Part-Time Jungle Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm so excited to be here with our guest today, Carrie Plessick. She is a stay-at-home mom and part-time Timbernook instructor. Timbernook is an award winning nature based play program for kids, which provides sensory rich experiences that inspire, restore, and challenge the mind and body. Thank you so much for joining me, Carrie. Thank you for having me. So, a little bit more about Carrie. So Carrie worked as a pediatric occupational therapist for seven years before welcoming her kids, now ages seven and five. Having always been a homebody and having dreamt of being a stay-at-home mom, she decided not to return to her job, instead staying home with her kids full-time. As her kids now reach school age, Carrie is very gradually re-entering the workforce with a job that combines two of her passions, child development and the great outdoors. Working one half day per month as a timber constructor instructor and being able to bring her kids to work with her has been the perfect transition for Carrie. She is feeling ready for this next phase of life and is about to start the training program to become a Timbernook Associate Provider. I'm so excited to dive in today. Me too. Okay, so to start off, there are obviously so many ways to juggle motherhood and work, and deciding to be a stay at home mom is one of the many options. I'm just wondering how and why did you decide to stay at home? For sure. Like um, you mentioned,
1: I am and always have been a homebody. <laughs> I, just, I just love being at home. And I, again, like you said, I've always dreamt of um, being a stay-at-home mom since I was very little. Um, no matter how strange or different it seemed, I think in this day and age, I still kind of had it in the back of my head as a hope that I could do that. My mom stayed at home with us when we were little, and I loved it and felt lucky to have her at home. So I always hoped that I'd be able to make it happen for my future family. So then came into play the reality of actually deciding to stay home and putting that into action as an adult. Things like whether my future partner would agree and see value in it, as well as if it would be financially feasible, of course. So And if I'm being totally honest, even this desire even played into my decision to pursue a bachelor's degree in occupational therapy. I mean, I was interested in it and I thought I would love it, but I also found it attractive that I could get a four-year degree and come out and have a career job right away as opposed to continuing to go to university for a longer program or something like that. Um, So as for the partner support, not far into our dating relationship, I told my then boyfriend (laughs) that I wanted to have two to three kids and that I really felt a strong, deep need to stay home and not go back to work when I had them, especially when they were young. So yeah, that that all kind of played into it. He supported that decision and understood my need to do that. And he didn't run the other way. (laughs) And we're now obviously married and have have kids and we were able to make that happen. We also, I mean, really planned for it. Like we purchased our house before we having kids and then waited a few years to see financially how it would work to hopefully be able to live off one income. And we bought under our max purchase price so that again, in planning, we could afford to, for me to stay home. So a lot of decisions even were made before having kids to plan to be able to stay home because that had always been my dream.
0: It sounds like there was a lot of intentional planning that went into making this decision. And I love that you also brought your spouse into it as well, even in the really early stages I wanted to ask you too, what are some of the things or strategies that have helped you manage your stay-at-home juggle?
1: Yeah, for sure. It's a juggle, (laughs) just like any journey in motherhood or any, whatever your motherhood looks like. I would say for me, we're very fortunate that we live in a city with our families, both surrounding us. So Um, We have both sets of grandparents. I have two sisters, two sister-in-laws and just like a huge community of people that have helped and also a very close group of girlfriends as well that I've leaned on for sure. So help when I've gone for appointments or yeah, just to look after the kids, but then also having that. I would say adult contact that maybe is missing by staying home it can I think maybe be isolating for some people but I tried to make sure I still had that adult contact while making play dates for the kids it was a visit or like social date for me at the same time so having that adult connection still was super important to me I'd say another thing is sort of trying to make a schedule where one doesn't necessarily exist. I know my sister really struggled with just like the wide open, unscheduled, vast <laughs> time of being at home and not having to technically be anywhere, especially when kids aren't school age. You just, you kind of are responsible to, or you, if you want to be, you're kind of responsible to make a bit of a schedule. If you, that's helped me, if you struggle with having no schedule, (laughs) which it can be like that at home. You can kind of get lost just, yeah, with nothing, nowhere to be and nothing necessarily to do. But I found having like trying to set up times to work out once or twice or three times a week. So going to a program that allowed me to bring the kids with me to work out or I'd go for a run with them in the chariot and then trying to set up again, like I said, those couple of play dates a week where I could connect with adults and the kids could play.
0: When our kids are little, it is just so tough. It is so all-consuming. And I know for myself, a big thing was sometimes when things were crazy at home, if we could just get out into the world, it made it so much better.
1: Another sanity saver for me too was like, and I didn't do this from the beginning, but as I think once our second was born and that my daughter stopped napping I found that I had zero time to myself so and when I was bringing them to work out or trying to time chariot running with naps I just still felt like I had no time to myself so another one was going out at least one evening a week and doing whatever even if I had nothing to do I would go like wander Walmart and or take a book and read it somewhere quiet or meet up with a girlfriend and go for a walk or walk the dog things like that so I where Tyson my husband would handle bedtime from start to finish and I'd come home after they were asleep to just have that like couple of hours to myself once a week
0: I just agree with you so much. I think it's so important that we recognize what we need and to take the time to do that. It just makes us feel so much better. Yeah,
1: and I felt like I was a better mom when I had that one night a week.
0: (laughs) I remember just even going to the grocery store and just taking my time sometimes. You know, you didn't even have to pack a snack or anything. Exactly, yeah. So in motherhood, people tend to have opinions about all the things, including how we navigate motherhood and work, be it working full-time, staying at home full-time, and everything in between. So over the years, what have been people's reactions to your choice of being a stay-at-home mom? I feel like when I
1: when I decided to stay home, like you said, my daughter's seven, seven and a half, and I felt I feel like when the whole world was saying women need to lean in and yeah, like lean into the workforce, kind of try to do it all, I was like very much leaning way out. <laughs> so for a lot of people it, from my experience i felt i felt or perceived it to be total disbelief and doubt that i was even like that it would that i was actually going to stay home <laughs> a lot of people i worked with they were like oh no because I even mentioned it before, obviously, like I said before, we even had kids. And I, I did think, well, maybe I'll change my mind. But it was a lot of people were like, Oh, you will definitely change your mind once your year maternity leave was over. And I, I was like, Well, maybe I will, but we'll see. So yeah, disbelief and doubt probably was one. And then uh, and a lot of these are probably I know they were thought or said to me, and then some were probably my perception of what people thought within my own self doubts. So I was even having a lot of these thoughts or wondering if people were thinking about this because it was also going through my head. So things like that I would, quote-unquote, waste my university education and all the time and effort and money that went into that. And that also I think disbelief that I would... stay home after one child versus two because I think some people make the decision after two because maybe it's not worth it financially to pay for two kids for childcare. but we did it right away so that was another one or that I wouldn't go back another time and then get a second maternity leave pay so yeah I would say doubt and disbelief <laughs> And then after I decided to stay home and through the years, a huge range of reactions from positive to negative and everything in between. (laughs) So things like what a huge sacrifice, like to give up my career and things like that. Or what a huge privilege and how lucky I am. Or just like people saying, I just need something more to stimulate my brain. (laughs) Yeah, I need to do something for myself or be sure you don't get lost or lose your identity. That was another one for sure. But what I tried to go back to was that it kind of this was my working part of my identity was deciding to stay home. Like I looked at it as that was what I chose to do for my working portion of
0: life, at least while our kids are young. So obviously our perspectives and thoughts change as we progress through our motherhood journey. So I'm just curious, how have your thoughts and perhaps your feelings of self-doubt and that changed over the course of your motherhood journey in terms of the things people say or you think they might be saying or thinking? I would say I just feel like in the last couple
1: of years, I can coherently and confidently talk about my decision. I feel like through the years, I've almost been apologetic about it or which I still I do. I realize there are some people who would love to stay home and financially can't. So I do. I still do feel a bit of that natural guilt that we were able to make it work. Um, but in terms of like the, yeah, the just the decision separate from that and aside from that to stay home, I feel like I am more confident in owning that for me and for our family, it worked. And that's what worked for us. and that's what made me the happiest and me the best version of the mom and parent I wanted to be. Um, so always trying to remember that, it's what works for you and your family. And it might seem weird or wrong to somebody else, but that you just have to kind of go back to knowing
0: that it's, it just, it's what works for you. I so appreciate you sharing this. I really think, you know, it's so tough as moms we're juggling all the things and it's easy to get caught up in all the shoulds, right? Like I should be doing this or I should be doing this instead and it makes it so tough and it just really adds to the whole mom guilt.
1: And then for me, it's been like hindsight too, which and now I can confidently talk about it and and put it into words. All the things I've gone through and all of the thoughts that went through our, my head and, and my husband's head and all the planning that went into it, I have never really yeah, sat down and... This has actually been very helpful to talk to you and think about what I've want. Like it's, yeah, it's just kind of made it into a cohesive thoughts and it's been helpful.
0: So obviously things change in so many ways with the ages and stages of our kids. And now that your children are school age, I know you're making a transition to reenter the workforce. And I would love to hear more about this shift and what this will look like for you
1: yeah a new journey <laughs> um yeah so our youngest is in kindergarten, so he 's part time so he 's mornings right now, five days a week but what i 've kind of been doing over the last year, which has been the most amazing opportunity, is um you mentioned timbernook so i 've been doing which I, kind of, I very like, <laughs> it's been so good because it's been very, very gradual reentering of the workforce. So um, I get teased a little bit that I'm working one half day per month, but it's been great. And I even get to bring my kids. So yeah, it's an outdoor program and they get to come with me and play with kids. And it was actually created by an occupational therapist. And yeah, it's it's, I, 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 Like I said, I couldn't have dreamt up a better opportunity for me to get back into working.
0: That's amazing. That just sounds like such a great fit with your educational background and with your passions and with your motherhood juggle as well. So I've been doing that a little bit for the past year.
1: And then now I'm going to be doing um, a training program online and a little bit in person with the provider here in the city to become an associate provider so then when my youngest is in grade one next year I hope to work a couple half days a week instead of a month (laughs) so slowly increasing that next year when he's in school all day.
0: That flexibility piece is really so key it can be tricky to juggle things especially around those school hours It really is. And yeah, it's
1: also very flexible in terms of me being able to make up my schedule. So my hope and plan is to still be able to drop them off in the morning at school and then pick them up after school, which is um, a priority for me as well. Yeah. So I'm so grateful that this, yeah, that I have this opportunity.
0: I'm so appreciative of how real you've been through this conversation and how you've shared your story with us today And I was just wondering if you would be willing to share with us a mummy mess up. So here in the part-time jungle, we like to keep things real. And so I'm hoping you might be able to share with us today a mistake, something you wish you had done differently, or a learning opportunity you've had as a mom. Yeah, for sure. There are many.
1: (laughs) But specifically to like my journey of motherhood and staying home, um, and trying to re-enter the workforce, I would say, and I kind of touched on it. We've touched on it throughout our conversation. But the the self doubt part and the worrying what other people think, and I think that's a huge part of my personality. And yeah, just worrying about how it comes across to other people that I've decided to stay home. And instead, I I wish, and I think that's a lot of things in life, that you had that hindsight in the beginning. And I think if I would have maybe put more thought into why I was staying home and what was so important to me, like about it to me, I maybe would have reached that confidence and not being so apologetic throughout staying home over the years. Yeah, about leaning out when the whole world was saying leaning in. (laughs) I think it would be that. It would be trying to be more comfortable and confident and embracing my decision versus worrying about what other people thought.
0: It's so interesting to hear you talking about that whole concept of leaning in. And you know, it's so funny. I think maybe it's sort of limited in its application. You know, we tend to think of it about as about being uh, or leaning into our career or our business. But rather than maybe leaning in or leaning out, maybe it's about just really leaning into whatever our motherhood juggle is that works best for us. And I think, in fact, you've done that. You've identified what it is that is the best fit for you and your family, and you've really leaned in. That's
1: so true. <laughs> I, le- I really leaned into staying home. <laughs> <laughs> and that is, like, I, I did. I fully embraced it. But, yeah, there was still that, that apologetic side for doing it and thinking that it maybe wasn't the right thing. And yet I needed to just remember that it was the right thing for me and for our family.
0: And that's a really tough thing to navigate. And before we wrap things up, I just wanted to ask you, Carrie, if you have any final thoughts or words of wisdom for moms who are listening, who are looking for some inspiration or support with their own mom work juggles, whatever that looks like or whatever that might be.
1: I would say try to find and make a little community. So, whether you have an established community, like I said, I was lucky to have family in the city and a friend base, but really trying to find and connect with a group of mums and friends or not mums, but people who you can lean on and have a bit of help in the juggle. And whether it be if you don't want to do those baby groups, do something for you. So try to find like a workout group that could help. I would say another thing is when in doubt, try to yeah. Again, this probably is again finding a community, but being able to find someone who you can talk to. <laughs> I found my I we had we call it wine and wine, but I have like a monthly girls' night with my friends and. We not always drink wine, and we don't always whine, but we call it that. And we just like talk about everything and anything, whether it be motherhood or not, or work. But that has helped just to be able to talk through things. And then another thing I've loved to read throughout the years is Today's Parent. <laughs> that has been a great resource for me. Yeah, I would say friends, family, and some parenting articles.
0: (laughs) That is great advice. I love how you've created so much intentionality around connecting and spending time with your community.
1: That has been like my free form of therapy.
0: Carrie, thank you so much for sharing your time and words of wisdom with us today. Thank you so much for joining us. It was great to connect with you.
1: Yeah, you too. That was fun.
0: Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to the Part-Time Jungle Podcast. I'm your host, Tiana Fesh. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook at Part-Time Jungle and on my website, www.theparttimejungle.com. I would love if you would subscribe to, rate, and review this podcast. Your feedback and support are so appreciated. See you next time where we will continue to explore the motherhood jungle together.